Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are glad you're with us. We've got a jam-packed show for you tonight. And uh, we are also looking forward to attending the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation Castle Rock uh, chapter tonight, their banquet. So it is nice to get back into the banquet season. We're going to kick it off as we always try to do each week with our good friend Austin Parr with Discount Fishing Tackle. Austin, how are you, sir? Doing great, Scott. Thanks for having me. Hey, man. Always good to have you. And uh, you guys busy today? It's been good. Been good. Everybody's been really thinking about getting out. Um, fishing is uh, turning the corner for the better at the moment. We have a lot of good options that we're going to be getting to here uh, over the next couple of minutes. All right, cool. So, you know, I was talking on the, the previous show here, just one I was going to ask you. When we see these big, huge temperature drops like, you know, 30 and 40 and 50 degrees, how much does that change act, the actual water temperature? I mean, you can see definitely several degree water temperature change and then going along with the actual water temperature you have big crazy variations in your barometric pressure with big storm systems like this coming in and those can certainly affect fish in a positive or negative way so i would wish i was able to get out doing some fishing today today would be a really good day to to hopefully have some good success because as that that before that storm system comes in as that pressure is starting to drop that can be a really good time to go, but then immediately after a storm front, when you start getting warm weather coming back, that can also be uh, affecting it, but in the opposite direction. So I do not like immediately after a storm front. So this next week, you know, you're going to have a couple of days, middle of the week, that aren't going to be that great, but then hopefully as things warm up for the next weekend, we're going to be getting better again. So we're right on that cusp of things getting really good as far as on the warm water front. All right, Austin Parr is with us. Once again, Discount Fishing Tackle is a store, 2645 South Santa Fe, and a great store. And before we get out of here today, we'll let uh, Austin tell us about some of the things going on at the store. So just uh, around on, on the different uh, areas in the state and all, what are you hearing? Yeah, so we'll start off with some of the Front Range stuff. So both Chatfield and Cherry Creek have been a little bit more missed than hit as of late. Cherry Creek's been better than Chatfield overall with a, a good lead core bite. But what we're dealing with are water temperatures that are still hovering in the mid to high 50s. And as we just mentioned, we're going to be seeing that water temperature drop as we are going to be seeing this front pass. Typically what we're finding and what I found over pretty much my entire career of guiding is that you're looking for about 60 degree water temps for the walleyes to really turn on and the bass as well as far as smallmouth. Now people could be out there and saying, hey, I might see 60 degree water temps at 4 or 5 in the afternoon but that's not really what it counts. I'm looking for 60-degree water temps right as that early morning time frame, uh, right as I'm putting on. So if I'm seeing that, that means these walleyes are going to be really active and they're going to be on structure points. But right now, we're seeing a few fish transition into that, but we're also seeing a lot of fish that are spread out. So hence the reason why it's been a little bit more challenging. But coming up, really what you're looking for are finding fish on things like a submerged point, rock piles, old roadbeds, drop-offs, all those places are where you're fishing for walleyes in your standard conventional tactics. So anything from jigging to them with live bait or soft plastics, you could run a lindy rig or a bottom bouncer, 
Both of those work really well with live bait presentations, mm-hmm. but we're, we're right on the cusp of 100 fish days. So that certainly is going to be uh, what we're going to be looking forward to as we get into uh, the late part of this next week and early part of the week after. So I will certainly never turn down some moisture, though, even if it's killing my bite a little bit. So I'm looking <laughs> forward to that as well. Absolutely. So will you be, uh, uh, are you taking calls right now and booking people right now for your own guided trips? Definitely. So what, what's been happening is that with the inconsistent weather patterns this year, some of the bites have definitely struggled to materialize like you'd normally be finding, and at least uh, not in a consistent fashion. So some of my trips have been condensed some as we're moving into the late part of May and early part of June. So certainly I'm getting pretty full when it comes to that at the moment. But, um, you know, even uh, I'll, I'll be at the shop a bunch, obviously, but uh, looking forward to that. But then there's plenty of other opportunities up in the mountains right now as well. So along with the colder water uh, and the colder weather patterns, things have been a little bit behind schedule in the mountains. Uh, so ice off is a little bit behind in certain places. But uh, things like Spinney Mountain Reservoir are fishing exceedingly well. Now, with that being said, I will mention that the boating still is not going up there. Uh, the water level is quite a bit lower than what you normally be finding, actually below the boat ramps. But the shore fishing and hand launch boating have been awesome up there. Guys fly mm. fishing with coronamids and balance leeches have been doing quite well. But then tube jigs and, and various uh, casting spoons like a crocodile or a Tasmanian devil have also been producing for those shore anglers. But then things like the Arkansas River are certainly on my radar right now, too. You have that uh, the, the big caddis hatch famously is on Mother's Day down there, but everything's behind schedule a little bit. Some of these different uh, weather patterns over the last couple of years have changed that a little bit. But we'll be seeing some great caddis coming off on the Arkansas over the next couple of weeks, so keep that on your radar. And then also, we're right on the cusp of the stoneflies coming off on the Colorado, particularly as you're near Gore Canyon. And when that happens, fishing giant stoneflies in size 2s or size 4s or 6s is one of my favorite things to do in the year. So as we often talk about, there are many different things to be doing right now and some really good bites over the next week or so. All right. Austin Parr is our guest, 2645 South Santa Fe is the address there for discount fishing tackle and if you'd like to call austin and see if he can fit you in on a guided trip i'm telling you it will be a blast and you'll catch some fish 303-514-5546 now you mentioned fly fishing so what's it take to to get into i mean as far as the gear and what you need to get started what's a guy gonna or gal is gonna invest in fly fishing it all depends upon what level you're looking to get at it get in on it uh it's definitely a bit more uh, equipment-oriented than you'd be finding on conventional fishing. Certainly, we fish with a lot of high-end gear, but you can get into it on a definitely on whatever budget you're looking to do as far as conventional spin fishing. But fly fishing is a little bit different. To get into a, a decent fly rod combo, you're going to be into a couple hundred bucks. You can go a lot less expensive, but certainly you're getting into stuff that is lower-end. Um, waders are somewhat optional, depending upon if you want to be doing wet wading or anything like that. But waders, wader and boot set up, it could be 150 at the lowest end. And then your various other options, like uh, a net, which is optional, but uh, leader and tippet, fly selections all can be adding in another 50 or 75 bucks on top of that. But it's all a matter of where you want to go. So there's sure. a very low end. Um, if you really just kind of want to dabble into it, there are much less options, on, much less expensive options on fly rods. But you, as with all of these things that we do, you get what you pay for. So higher-end mm-hmm. gear and more expensive gear, if you're looking to stay into it, a lot of times uh, are going to last and, and feel at least adequate for a lot longer period of time. 
Yeah. I tell you, I've never um, heard anybody say, man, I wish I hadn't bought such a good gear. <laughs> yep. I'm in total agreement. I mean, it's painful at first, but very rarely ever are disappointed when you buy the little bit higher end option. Yeah. I think this is saying buy once, cry once. Yeah, yeah, whether it's <laughs> hunting, fishing, anything, yeah, yeah that uh, is certainly the the name of the game when it comes to outdoor sports. Absolutely. So, man, if you're wanting to kind of get out here, um, you know, before I think the temperatures are going to drop pretty much Sunday, where would you try to hit a few places? Maybe even later yeah. today or tomorrow. For sure. So something later today, getting slightly later in the day here. Um, there's great options on the front range for some really good fly fishing. So Clear Creek has been fishing quite well as of late. A uh, little bit higher water, but that does not really matter. Uh, you can catch tons of fish, whether you want a conventional fish or fly fish. Waterton Canyon is always a beautiful hike or a bike ride. Uh, the flows have been decent in there, and a lot of people are catching a lot of fish in Waterton Canyon. But we have plenty of options on the front range, if you, even if you don't want to take the boat out. So we were talking about water temperatures in the low to mid 50s maybe a little bit higher depending upon what time of day you're looking at the larger reservoirs but your smaller bodies of water tend to warm a lot faster so if some of those bass ponds you've got some bass that have been moving around uh, you can get out for an afternoon or an evening and throw some suspending jerk baits maybe even a a ned rig or a tube jig all can be very effective right now so you can even just a local neighborhood pond it's very rare that you're going to find a pond that doesn't have fish in denver the parks and wildlife does a good job having all sorts of different species in there whether it be warm water or cold water but if you've got your boat i would be thinking about slipping out to cherry creek for an afternoon or an evening Hmm. uh, looking maybe or that main basin bite with the lead core that we've talked about over the last couple of weeks. Uh, that bite is still happening, but with a warm day like this, especially if we're going to get some wind later, fishing on the wind-blown shoreline, you'll have the warmer water be pushed up in there, and sometimes you can have walleyes move up into a certain area of the lake before other areas. So if it's blowing up against the shallow shoreline, getting up in there and trying a blade bait or a jig and a leech would be high on my list. I've had awesome success this time of year where the main lake is not turned on yet, but you can catch a lot of walleyes in an evening with some good wind. Sure. So let's say you want to get the kids out. I mean, again, Chatfield and Cherry Creek, the the best places to uh, take some kids out where maybe they can fish. And then what would you have them use to try to get the kids some fish? So you have a couple of different options, certainly, with that. Uh, Chatfield or Cherry Creek, if you're really dialed in and know what you're doing, they're great options. Granted, they can be more challenging um, and somewhat more difficult to catch good numbers of fish this time of year with a kid. Um, So I would be maybe thinking about one of two things, either going to a smaller local lake, maybe with as simple as a float and worm type rig, looking for some panfish. But a lot of times I try and direct people with kids to go and target trout. So the trout are much more widely uh, distributed across not only the front range but slightly into the mountains. And going up to a place like Georgetown or Evergreen have awesome trout populations, and you can do anything from casting and reeling a lure if you have a kid that's a little more antsy and not wanting to sit, or you can even just sit an easy bait line out on a Carolina rig, meaning I'm going to put a, a sliding weight with a swivel behind it, tie a little bit of a leader and put a hook on the end, and you can bait that hook with anything from a night crawler or some salmon eggs or even like a dough bait, like a power bait that floats up off the bottom can be really effective. But you can go up onto a place like that in an afternoon or an evening and catch 10 or 20 fish easy. So I, wow. I like that more. And maybe thinking about driving just a little bit further, like Evergreen or Georgetown's not bad, though, both well under an hour. 
but those type of locations are going to provide good success. And a lot of times I find, as with many things with kids, good high levels of success create long-term anglers and hunters. So I always am looking for the highest degree of success I can find for kids. Sure. A couple of minutes left here, but um, let's talk about the store a little bit and maybe some things you've gotten in over the last week or so that might uh, interest the audience here. Yeah, so as with everything in the last year, been certainly challenging to get all sorts of different products but we've been going all different angles trying to so it's tough to say one specific item but we sure. do have a, a good supply of shimano reels at the moment that have been really challenging to get our hands on particularly the new vanford but in addition to that i have rod reel combos that go from the very bottom to the very top um, we got a couple of loomis rods in along with our giant selection of st croix those are all really good um, but whether it be lures or hooks or terminal tackle or wherever you're looking, I'm looking good at the moment and been doing everything I can to keep as much stuff in stock as possible, which has definitely been challenging. And, and the cool part about Colorado is that there's so many different things to go do as far as fishing-wise. Yeah. So it's not just a trout fishery. It's not just a warm water state. There's everything. So we try and carry everything all up and down the board with people that are knowledgeable on it so we can – walk you through any of these things we're talking about and certainly in a lot more detail the 15 minutes always goes by goes by so fast (laughs) when we're we're talking about uh, all these different techniques because there's a lot of in-depth detailed stuff that can really be the difference maker and i always tell people that the details matter the details are what changes you from an Mm -hmm. average fisherman to a great fisherman because real quick you can use you know you know the presentation and and everything everything perfect but if the technique is not right yeah. Probably not going to help. <laughs> it's, it's always challenging, you know. I mean, if you're just out there on your own, first you have to select a body of water to fish. And before that, you even have to go to the store, buy the right lure. And then when you're at the body of water, you have to tie on the right thing in the right circumstance and fish it in the correct way. And it can be complicated. And uh, we can hope to help to, to drop that learning curve a bit and, and be able to get someone set up for the specific body of water that you're fishing because. You might think Chatfield and Cherry Creek both have walleyes and they're both on the front range, but they fish very different at certain times of the year. Absolutely. Austin, as always, man, we appreciate your time, and uh, we'll look forward to our visit next week, sir. Thank you so much, Scott. You have a great day. All right, you as well. That's Austin Parr, Discount Fishing Tackle, 2645 South Santa Fe. Go in and see Austin. Any of the guys there can help you, but uh, just let them know you heard about them here on Sportsman of Colorado. And once again, Austin's number, if you'd like to book a trip with him, 303 514 5546. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. We got to take a quick break and be right back. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs from preventative care dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the Canine Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then, of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. 
Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. Avoid the pitfalls with Kevin Flesh. Picture this. You're in court before a judge and jury trying to get the at-fault party's insurance company to cover your hospital bills, and the defense attorney pulls out your medical records. Comparing what you said to the police at the scene of your injury to what your doctor transcribed, you've contradicted yourself. You start to get nervous. You don't want to look like an idiot, but you simply don't recall what you said to the police. That was a long time ago. KLC's personal injury attorney, Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law, prepares you for these kinds of questions so you never need to worry about what to say. Of course, the opposition will always try to call your credibility into question. But with Kevin Flesh, you always know exactly how to respond. Schedule a free consultation now at 303-806-8886. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Trial tested. Trial ready. Hi, Jack Corgan for Len Lyle Chevrolet. Len Lyle Chevrolet is open and safe. It's truck month, and they have the best deals of the year on all trucks and SUVs, like up to 10000 off on half-ton Silverados. Or come check out the all-new Tahoes and Suburbans for 2021. Len Lyle has been there for 35 years, and low overhead really does mean low prices. Check them out on the web, lenlylechevy.com. Go east and pay the least. Chevy. Find new roads. Now's the time to get into D&D Tire and get your vehicle ready for those beautiful mountain drives or those summer road trips with the family. From AC and heating, brake service, battery replacement, engine repair, transmission service, oil changes, and of course, all of your tire needs, D&D Tire has you covered. Right now, you can get up to six months special financing with approved credit and $150 back on a qualifying tire purchase when you open a Goodyear credit account. If you're looking for trustworthy technicians and reasonable prices along with outstanding service, it's D&D Tire. Three locations to serve you, two in Aurora and one in Parker. Check them out, ddtireservice.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Just a reminder now, if you miss our live show here on Saturdays from 1 to 2, you can catch us twice on Sundays, and that's from 8 to 9 a.m. or once again from 7 to 8 p.m. So hopefully one of those three times you will be able to catch the show. And then always we have our podcast on our website, which is sportsmanofcolorado.com. If you miss a show and want to or miss some of it and you'd like to go back and hear it in its entirety, uh, we invite you to do that. Well, turkey season is still on so that means the nwtf is going strong and we are glad to have our good friend mike llewellyn in and mike runs the rampart range chapter here and we've got a banquet coming up we want to let you know about if you don't know about it already and uh it is may the 15th and so mike first of all welcome thanks for having me good to see you man since our you know what you were the last banquet that we walked into a little over a year ago man and then look what happened between now and then yeah they shut us down right 
after that, we even had a hold on that day while the county commissioners were deciding whether we could still have our banquet that night and went ahead and let us have it. And then everything fell apart after that. Boy, it sure did, <laughs> man. Who would have ever dreamed we would have been? I mean, everybody, I think, just thought, you know, this may go a few weeks or a couple of months, three yeah. months at the longest. And, man, good night. It's been crazy. Yeah, it's been a, a long road and hard for all the the conservation, conservation groups. Group, yeah, and, yeah. Talk about general. that a minute, just what it means to so, you guys. Yeah, that's, you know, I mean, that's why most all of us get involved and, and uh, do the things we do, whether it's NWTF or DU or Rocky Mountain Elk, you know, Pheasants Forever. You know, we all get in it for the conservation and the kids and getting kids and family outdoors, you know, and doing things in our state conservation-wise and stuff. And it, of course, was a big hit that in 2020 across the nation because we weren't able to have these banquets mm -hmm. and, and fundraisers. And that's where all that, you know, money comes from to be able to do those projects and have women events and kids events and things like that. We have to raise money to do that and raise money to do habitat projects and all that. And mainly comes from doing these fundraising events and pretty much had a minimum of 11 months where we were all pretty much shut sure, down shut and down. was not able to do that. Right. All right. So if you are on Facebook, which I know uh, most of us are either willingly or begrudgingly because of businesses or whatever, but uh, their page is Rampart Range NWTF, correct? Correct. All right. So if you'll go there, you will see some recent posts from Mike, and it will give you all the information. So, um this is going to be a little bit different um, this year, and uh, we've all got our fingers crossed and uh, praying uh, as well that the weather will be great. But kind of tell us what's going to be happening on this day. Yeah, it looks like God's going to be good to us and bless us with some decent <laughs> weather this next weekend. So um, with the people at the fairgrounds, the Douglas County Fairgrounds in Castle Rock, you know, we kind of had to scratch our March event because of COVID regulations and everything else. And we came up with this idea of doing more of an outdoor type event. It's going to be more of a tailgate party, parking lot party, whatever you want to call it. And we've got the guys from the Whiskey Lodge coming in to do a crawfish boil for us. So we're asking everybody to get signed up so we know how many we're going to have. Uh, bring your lawn chairs, a small table if you want it, you know, some outdoor games if you want it. So sure. we're going to, you know, we'll have some silent auction stuff inside. We'll be doing a lot of raffles and games, at, you know, throughout the day. Um, we're going to open the doors at 11 for everybody to kind of start coming, checking everything out, have start cooking crawfish about noon but it's going to take about an hour and a half or so to cook it all get everybody through so it's going to be a little bit different eating style than you're used to <laughs> right. with our set down banquets right you know hopefully it'll be nice and sunny and warm and won't have any problems weather wise so everybody can just be outside visiting we're uh, got some kegs coming in, so we'll sell beer cups. We're asking everybody, don't be bringing your coolers in because <laughs> we don't want anything to happen with liquor license wise. Mm -hmm. We'll have some, you know, cheap beer cups for everybody to to buy to be able to drink off the beer there. Right. How long does it take to boil a crawfish? <laughs> you know, I'm not real good on that, but it doesn't take that awful long. You know, I mean, they boil it really hot. It only takes 
I, I will say somewhere between five and ten minutes, okay. you know, a batch. Yeah, yeah. So, and, you know, they have a big vat, but I'm not sure exactly how many pounds they can do at a time either. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, now I'm from Texas. I've eaten a lot of things, but I, I don't think I've ever had crawfish. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's it's a lot of fun. It, it's, yeah. uh, you know, it's a little bit of work for a little bitty <laughs> bite of, you know, kind of like a muddy shrimp, you right, know, right. but they're they're good. They're they're similar to shrimp a little bit different taste but yeah. um you know you got to work at it you got to peel it's not like uh just picking a shrimp up and dipping it in some sauce and eating it yeah. so you, you have lots of paper towels because everybody's gonna get their hands dirty sure they'll uh. have corn and sausage and potatoes along with it and stuff okay well it'll be cool again mike llewellyn is our guest and mike runs the rampart range chapter for national wild turkey federation and uh hope you'll go to the facebook page check it out uh, there's a link on there, Mike, also, uh, how to get tickets. So that's number one. And um, there's a lot of different levels you can do. And there, there's still some sponsorships available for businesses if Absolutely. they want to do that. Uh, but also, hey, just want to have a couple and um, have a dinner there, 85 bucks, single is 65 And uh, also they've got some things for the kids. If they're under 18, they've got the Jake's Crawfish Lunch. And uh, if they're going to be eating, that's $30. And then if they're not going to be eating, that's only $15. So uh, well, they'll still get to eat. Oh, okay. we'll, have, we'll have a grill. We'll, you know, for okay. the smaller kids that aren't going to be eating crawfish and stuff, we give them a break. And, yeah, we'll cook some dogs on the grill or something okay. like that for the smaller kids. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good deal. Now, also if uh, on your Facebook page, there's a link for an online auction that's actually going on right now going on it is live okay. right now and it runs till i think two days till the 17th maybe um there's actually a, a two pages on it there's about 50 silent auction items on there and then there's another page that actually has a one in 20 gun raffle going on you can get on there and and bid on tickets for the gun raffle as well a lot of hunts uh, some guns, you know, memberships, things like that on there. So yeah. definitely go check that out. Cool. Yeah, the last couple of years I've enjoyed, uh, I've done the uh, pronghorn hunt yeah. uh, with our good friends, uh, Josh and them. And, uh, boy, that's been a, a great hunt. and looking forward to doing that again this year. And, um, you know, and for, first of all, I want to thank all the sponsors. You know, probably can't go through them all right now, but just uh, any big special ones stick out. You say, man, I couldn't do this without these folks. Well, a lot of it's just the, the volunteers yeah. more than anything. Um, we, we do get some uh, local people to donate, you know, a few hunts and mm -hmm. stuff. Sportsman's Warehouse, um, Sheridan store especially, has really kind of stepped it up this year. Okay, cool. Um, you know, those businesses are kind of hurting a little bit like everybody else. So, you know, some of the donations are down a little bit and mm -hmm. stuff. But there's, you know, a wide range of, you know, local artists even that, you know, make products for us or donate products. Right. And once again, this is going to be held at outside the Kirk Hall, Douglas County Fairgrounds. That's 500 Fairgrounds Drive there in Castle Rock. And, uh, you know, hey, if you're a, a business out there and you say, hey, you know, we'd like to make a donation for a raffle or we'd like to get a table. Now, some of the levels, when they buy a table, 
they automatically get a gun for the table. They get a gun for buying the table, yes. All right. So you can get in touch with Mike at 303-419-4581. That's 303-419-4581. But, hey, this is going to be a good time. And, man, we have all been shut up and uh, indoors too long. So come out. Uh, it's going to be a great, great day. And, again, that will be Saturday the 15th. And uh, the gates, so to speak, will open about 11 a.m., and uh, they'll start boiling some crawfish there at about noon. And then we will get into, and Mike says, we will have some uh, good silent auction items as well as some live auction items. So. Yeah, we'll have a small live auction this year. We're going to be a little little bit smaller scale on everything, right. but a lot of games, a lot of raffles. Bring your wallet. You want a chance <laughs> to win some guns and Oh, we got a generator and smoker and all kinds of things. A two-person clear-bottom kayak we're going to raffle off. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't know if I want a clear bottom in my kayak. If the (laughs) fish underneath may look up and go, what in the world is that? (laughs) But, you know, uh, National Wild Turkey, they do a great, great work. And um, I was just kind of doing some a little bit of research here before Mike uh, came in for the show today. And, uh, Mike, I read on one deal that said they have three national goals. They can to conserve and enhance uh, four million acres of critical wildlife habitat, and they want to try to recruit 1.5 million hunters and then open access to 500,000 new acres. Man, so. And actually, we actually got word that those bottom two on the hunters and the acres, we actually surpassed early last year oh wow so okay. i'm sure they'll be coming out with a brand new brand initiative. new set of goals <laughs> yeah 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 we actually surpassed those about two years early okay well cool well bud we're looking forward to this and thanks for letting us be a part of it as well and uh we will have a good time try to raise some money and uh as you said man it, a, a lot goes into this but we have got to keep the kids involved absolutely in our hunting heritage here and uh just get them out for sure Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's where uh, the future is. Right. And that's what, you know, a lot of us have recognized for a long time that uh the the old guy out hunting has got to pass everything mm-hmm. on down to the younger generations and get them involved and get them to understand the conservation and the purpose of hunting. Right. And if you're not a member, hey, go on and become a member. And, and some of the packages on the uh, link there on the Rampart Range NWTF Facebook page. You'll see some different packages that uh, when you buy your tickets, you can even uh, include a membership with that. But I think it's like 35 All Well, price, all, the, right? all the prices include a membership. Okay. The different levels, whether it's a regular membership or a, the tables come with a sponsor membership. But, yeah, everything there on the ticket price comes with a membership okay great well man we appreciate all you do i know this is a lot of work and man you do it every year and always have a it always turns out good so man that's great yeah we've gotten bigger and bigger haven't we <laughs> you sure have, for sure <laughs> in more ways than one yeah. I, I don't know about you but man I, yeah yeah but uh no, well, man, i hear there's no calories in crawfish hey <laughs> as long as it's probably gonna take to peel them suckers you're probably right uh we will probably be digesting a few of those all right again check out their facebook page rampart range nwtf go on there uh check out that auction and also get your tickets now it's going to be fun. Saturday, May 15th. Once again, the gates will open about 11. If you can't get there till you know, 1 or 2 o'clock, don't worry about it. Come on. And uh, we will have some fun. Bring the kids, and it'll be a great day. So, Mike, thank you so much, bud. We appreciate it. Thank you. You're listening to Sportsman Colorado. we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more right after this.
Hey, let me tell you about one of my favorite stores. It's the Outdoorsman's Attic located at 2650 West Hamden in Sheridan. Hi, this is Scott Watley and you may ask, why is this one of my favorite stores? Well, you never know what you're gonna find. But I will promise you this, you will find great service and great bargains from this family owned store. It may be a great deal on that 12 gauge shotgun you've been looking for, or maybe that rifle you haven't been able to find anywhere and hey, they might even have that ammo in stock that you have been driving all over town looking for. The Outdoorsman's Attic is a consignment store for hunting, fishing, and camping gear. Now look, you've been moving that gear around your garage for months. Don't move it. Take it to the Outdoorsman's Attic and turn it into cash. Need to get that fishing license? Maybe grab some live bait? Head on over to 2650 West Hamden. And if your firearm needs a little work, ask for Scott the Gunsmith. It's the Outdoorsman's Attic, 2650 West Hamden. Tell them Scott sent you. This is Chris Kane with 303 Roofer. If you have an insurance claim on your roof and want to keep some of that money in your pocket, give us a call and we'll give you a cash bid to replace your roof. You pay insurance every month and now insurance has paid you. It's your money and we understand that. So give us a call at 303-390-1382 or visit our website, 303roofer.com. For over eight years, you've been hearing me talk about Phoenix Weaponry in Berthard. Hey, this is Scott Watley, your host of Sportsman of Colorado, here once again to tell you why Phoenix Weaponry should be your choice to build your new custom firearm. Phoenix Weaponry is a custom firearms manufacturer. With a combined experience of over 45 years, the Phoenix family can master even the most unique idea. Phoenix Weaponry manufactures a precision custom parts for ARs and builds custom precision rifles, as well as a full line of pistol, shotgun, and rifle suppressors. Whether you're an experienced connoisseur or a new enthusiast, let Phoenix Weaponry build you a dream rifle or a range blaster. Phoenix Weaponry is your one-stop shop for all of your firearm needs. Owner Aaron Casey says our attention to detail and one-on-one -on -one customer service sets us apart from our competition. Do it yourself or complete bills at Phoenix Weaponry. They're there to help you build your dream gun. Call them today, 720-340-2496. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. 720-340-2496 or check them out at phoenixweaponry.com. Howdy folks, this is Lucas down at the Meat Cleaver. For the past 47 years, you've known us for Denver's highest quality wild game cutting. We are now offering custom beef processing. If you have a beef that you need slaughter dates for, give us a ring at 303-458-7563. We have availability all this spring and summer. Again, call the meat cleaver at 303-458-7563. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. 
Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to go to the phones now and talk to a friend we have had on our show one time before, and but looking forward to doing some more things with. We were introduced to Lance Mathena by Mike Slinkard with Hex, and uh, we had Lance on. But, Lance, it is good to have you back on Sportsman of Colorado Radio. How are you? I'm great, Scott. Thanks for having me on. It's a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. I'll tell you, we, we have quite a bit of different types of weather here in the Denver area over the last uh, few weeks and uh, man we've had snow and then 80 degrees snow the next day we've had you know pretty good rain which is unusual for us so yeah we're kind of going through the gamut right now but still a great place to live for sure well Lance for those that didn't catch your original uh, interview with us when we had Mike Slinkard on with Hex um, kind of fill in our audience a little bit about yourself and uh, who you are and what all you're involved with Okay. Um, folks, my name is Lance Mathena. I am the founder and president of the North American Association of Blind Sportsmen. And uh, we are a Christian 501c3 nonprofit organization. Um, we're the only organization of our kind in the world. What we do is we challenge blind and visually impaired folks from all around the country to go out on hunting and fishing and outdoor adventures with us. Now, we don't charge our members a penny to go out on these adventures. In fact, most of them couldn't afford it um, because the blind population in, in America is more than 70% unemployed and more than 20% of us are living well below the poverty level. So wow. affording things like this is next to impossible for blind and vision impaired people. It's kind of a tough thing, but that's why we're here. We're, we reach out and we take those folks out, put some smiles on their faces. We share com friendship, camaraderie, and uh, most importantly, we help build self-confidence and hope um, for the future because it's tough to get a job out there. I mean, I have friends who are blind, have been, been blind for more than 10 years and still can't find a job. You know, not even wow. flipping burgers. It's kind of a tough thing out there. Really? But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, are most people, um, and it's just my um, ignorance on the subject, I'll be quite transparent here, I'm for blind most of the blind folks that you know you deal with are those those from birth or are those something that happened you know after birth and they lost their sight or kind of a combination of everything um it's kind of a combination of everything but in the spectrum of blind people people who have blind their, been blind their whole life represent only about three percent of the blind population most of us had something happen to us and it wasn't just blindness blindness is 95% of the time, blindness is something that you get as a bonus when something else bad happens. Wow. Um, it's kind of unfortunate. It's kind of like me. I was having a surgery on my cervical spine, and a surgical mis mishap uh, led to them creating a blood clot that lodged in my brain and killed most of the area where my optic nerve connects. 
So you could see oh. perfect before your spinal surgery? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I could see just fine, and uh, I came out of the spinal surgery, stroked up and blind. And uh, it was a, it's a long story, but uh, we, we won our case in court, so, you know, we're, we're doing okay. Right, <laughs> right, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, goodness, well, you should, yes, sir. All right, let's talk a little bit about um, your um, adaptive pursuits a little bit. Um, Adaptive Pursuits is a show that we produce to help get the word out, and it'll be back on the air in January on the Sportsman Channel again. Um, We take blind and vision impaired folks out on hunting and fishing adventures, and um, it's not just your average hunt, shoot, kill show. Um, It's a family-friendly Christian show, and what we do is we highlight the abilities and the achievements that our members um, come across while they're out on adventures with us. And we try to tell their story as a way of normalizing blindness out in the community. It's kind of a, it's kind of a tough thing. You know, we're, we're used to as blind people when we're out in public that people are going to stare and that's not, you know, that's not anything new and sure. it's human. Um, so we don't mind it, but what we want to do is try to normalize it so that people don't avoid us or, you know, they're, they're not afraid to come and talk to us or, you know, when you're walking down the aisle in the supermarket, moms don't grab all their kids and slam them up against the side of the aisle, you know, just in case they catch blindness when you walk through or something. Right. So, um, you know, we're, we're trying to get the word out that, hey, we're just like you. You know, we put our shoes on just like you, put our pants on, everything. We might have to do some things a little different, but that's okay. We're willing to do it. This is our world. Mm-hmm. You know, we we get along just like everybody else. You know, we want an opportunity to be self-sufficient and uh you know this that's the american dream and that's kind of why nabs exist in, in order to help these folks get a little more motivation and give them something to smile about you know in a, in an everyday world sure once again lance Mathena is our guest and he is the president and executive director of nabs which once again is the north american association of the blind and um they are a Christian 501c3 organization, and um, we're going to get into some ways that you can even help them, but if you'd like to get in touch with Lance, you can do so. You can reach him at 253-722-3551, and his email is lance at naabs.org. All right, now, something uh, we wanted to really talk about today is, um, as well, as you've got a, a pretty good fishing derby coming up on the Columbia River. So tell us about that. Okay, it's called Derby in the Dalles, and uh, we're hoping to do it in September this year. Um, we're working on some permitting issues right now, and uh, things are looking good. But what we're hoping to do there is to bring in people and sponsors and advertisers from all over the country to one of the world's premier salmon fishing areas on the Columbia River down there. I mean, it's not uncommon to hook a 40-pound fish down there. It's really not. Wow. And uh, we're, we're going to do that. We're going to bring, um, I, can't, I can't tip my hat on this yet, but we're going to have some celebrities from the hunting world there. Okay. And uh, um, the, we're going to put them in six-seat boats, and we're going to sell the other tickets or the other seats in that boat um, for uh, an affordable price. If you want to fish with a celebrity, that's probably a good good way to do it. Um, we're going to have a banquet and an auction and 
We're going to have all kinds of vendors out there in the Dalles. Um, that's on the Oregon side of the Columbia, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's going to be awesome. We're hoping to raise enough money to support this year's events that we've got coming. We have, uh, at this point, I think we have about 20 deer hunts scheduled, and we have about 25 turkey hunts scheduled for the spring next year. Wow. And, uh, yeah, we've got a few different just camping trips and uh, mushroom picking trips out there. Yes, blind people can take mushrooms. Hmm. <laughs> um, you'd be you'd be surprised how much of mushroom picking or identifying mushrooms comes from your sense of smell. Really? Yeah. You know, yeah. Huh. yeah I, I learned that with with uh, with the mushroom picking club here in Washington State a couple of years ago, and it's just mushroom picking is a lot of fun. You know, we we have a sighted person with us. You know, we're, we're, we don't have radar, you know, or mushroom radar, but sure. we have a sighted person with us or a guide there to kind of get us in the area and. Say, hey, there's a mushroom right over there, and then you know we'll find it. And then you know they've ta- they've taught us all about how to smell them and how to feel them. And you know some of them you can do by taste. Um, that's not a recommendment, but um, when you're fishing or when you're excuse me when you're picking chanterelle mushrooms, um, raw is one of the best ways to eat those things, in my opinion. You know they taste just kind of like a nut. Really? And, uh, it's kind okay. of neat. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely what? cool. Absolutely. Well, once again, if you're just joining us, Lance Mathena is our guest. He's the president and executive director of NABS, which, once again, is North American Association of the Blind. And um, I tell you, they do a great job. And I know, boy, when Mike Slinker uh, had you on before with Hex, uh, you know, Mike spoke very, very highly of you and all that you do to help people. And so, man, just a, a great deal you know, that you've made out of a, uh, you know, an unfortunate situation for yourself, and so I know it's a great deal for you to help people. But you can check out their website. It's N-A-A-B-S, so just N-A-A-B as in boy, S.org. Uh, you can also follow them on Facebook and uh, Adaptive Pursuits TV, and they do a lot of great things. So let's talk, first of all, to maybe uh, folks that want to get in on the fishing side of it. Do they just shoot you an email at that lance at naabs.org? Yes, sir. Um, they can shoot me an email there, or they can give me a call at uh, my phone number, which is 253-722-3551. Okay. And I would love to talk to, talk to you about it. love to help you get involved. Um, we're also looking for as many sponsors as we can, or as we can find for this situation. So, if you're inside the sporting and fishing industry and you're looking for something really cool to get involved in, this is it. You know, give us a call. Let's try it out. Let's talk about it. Okay. Um, if you're not inside the industry, you know, please give us a call just the same. We'd love to talk to you. Sure. You know, this is a yeah, we'll, we'll We'll talk with our, our friends here in Denver, Discount Fishing Tackle, too, and see if uh, we can get them to maybe make a donation for you and help you out. And uh, they're great guys, so got a feeling that they'll be happy to do something for you there so yeah that'll be awesome so what is um you, you mentioned you just got back from a trip so kind of tell us what what you know last few months of through all this covid thing or you know some of the cool things maybe you've been able to do and what does the rest of 2021 have in store for you okay um well what we what we did last week is we went out to westport washington and we connected with deep sea charters there and went lingcod fishing on the charter boat Slammer. Um, we went out to, I'd say, an hour and a half out from shore, um, about 200, 300 feet. We caught lingcod like you can't believe. You know, the average lingcod was about 18 pounds. 
and these are just amazing fish. And you know, I I hope to start an argument here, but lingcod is the best tasting fish out of the ocean. I'll tell you what. Um, wow. We also yeah we also caught about seventy five sea bass while we we're there. And uh, each of each of the people who went out on the trip went home with about twenty five fish fillets. And it's just incredible. I mean, for for the money that you spend, that is probably the best use of your money to go out fishing. Um, it's just incredible. They fillet everything out for you. They bag it up for you. Mm-hmm. And you know, and the guys on the charter boat Slammer are incredibly blind friendly. You know, they've had lots of blind people on there. I've been on there a few times myself, and it's just an incredible adventure. You know, you to see these these blind brothers and sisters out there on the water, sure. catching fish, and and the look on their face. My my buddy Cameron, who's a who's a legally blind guy, had never caught a lincoln before or a sea bass. And I tell you what, when that eighteen pounder came up over the rail, I mean, <laughs> he had a grin from ear to ear, man. <laughs> Well, it was on his face all day long. It's just phenomenal. Well, I tell and you, we, we take a lot for granted, you know, well, those of us with vision and being able to hear and, you know, touch things, see things, feel things. Uh, we do take a lot for granted, for sure. Well, um, it's, it's just one of those things, you know. you you got to play the cards you're dealt. And, you know, the, most of us blind and vision-impaired folks are okay with it, you know. It was a. It was most of the time a traumatic event that happened in our lives, but mm-hmm. you know we've all gotten past it just like everybody else, and we just want to live normal lives. Sure. You know that's that's what we're in it for. So, you know that's kind of where NABS come in. We we help accommodate those things. You know, I had a gentleman that hunted with us two years ago for deer on our lease in Mississippi, and uh, he uh, was a big duck hunter before he lost his vision. And I helped hook him up with an interview at a uh, duck decoy company that was in the same town there. And uh, it was, it's been pretty neat. You know, I can't say that, you know, everything worked out the way we wanted it to, but by, sure. the, same, by the same token, we had the opportunity to help him out. Yeah, no you know, doubt. And that was kind of cool. No doubt. Um, as far as what's coming up for the, for the future for us for, for 21, um, we have, let's see, we're going out with Twisted Waters Guide Service on the Cowlitz River on July 24th and 25th, and we're doing a camp out for two days while we're there. So we're going to bring in uh, eight of our clients and uh, you know, from all over the country, and we're going to camp out and eat some awesome food. And uh, we're going to fish for some incredible steelhead that range from an average of 12 pounds to about 20. Hmm. And... Uh, it's just, it's so fun, you know, and Mark Bush from Twisted Waters is a long-time volunteer with our organization, so um, if, you're, if you're in the western Washington area and you're looking for, the, for an incredible place to fish in freshwater, give Mark and Twisted Waters a call. He's a great guy. Wow, that's great. And, and what else you got? We, well, we've got, uh, let's see, after that, we're going to, the next major event we've got is we're doing... Um, six mule deer hunts in October for Modern Firearm. Um, that'll be uh, three people at a time, you know, over the span of about 10 days. So it'll be about a four-day hunt. Okay. Um, and that'll be in eastern Washington. And uh, we're really looking forward to that. And it's going to be just an amazing, fun time. 
one of the things that really comes into play when we do an event like uh, this six deer hunt is that it's going to cost about $50,000 for us to put it on. And that's because blind people generally don't come with camouflage, mm-hmm. you know, camouflage clothing or gear or anything like that. You know, they don't have rifles, gear, boots, camping equipment, things like that. That's where amazing sponsors like Mike Slinkert and Hex come in, come into play. Um, Mike was our first, um, first sponsor for the organization. We drove 412 miles, a buddy of mine and I did, just to meet with him on the outside chance that he would even listen to us. And uh, he, he took me into his office and we sat and talked for a while. And, and uh, he says, well, what do you want? And I said, well, I'd like to outfit my people, you know, as we go on hunts. And he said, no problem. Just tell me what you need. And for the two years since then, Mike has been just an incredible presence in the North American Association of Blind Sportsmen. You know, he's taken care of every hunter that we've had. And this is all at no charge. Right, right. It's just, yeah, it's just been incredible. And Hex is such an amazing product for us because we need every advantage that we can get, you know, flat out. And if we can be invisible to the deer, that's awesome. Yeah, no doubt. You know, if we, every little bit of an advantage we can come up with, we need. And Hex, you know, Hex does the job for us every time. You know, I was hunting in turkey season two years ago, and uh, we had two gobblers come within six feet of me and just, they, they turned and they looked in the front of the blind from six feet away. And I was just sitting there in the blind looking at them. I couldn't move or anything like that, or I was too afraid to. And they stayed there for about five or ten minutes and just looking at us. Mm-hmm. No, I had you know, Mike on last my, week, and I told him when I've worn my, you know, it just seems like it just confuses them a little bit. They know something's there, but they're not quite sure or if it's dangerous to them. And so they tend to just mm-hmm. hang out a little bit. Yep. And it was awesome. I wound up getting both of those birds in one shot. Oh wow! Every, <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it was kind of a William Tell thing. I didn't, I didn't really plan to do it that way, but when I shot it, the one, the the other stuck his head out right at the same time, and boom, got them both right in the head. Wow! It was amazing. Well, that's great. <laughs> Well, once again, Lance Mathena has been our guest, and again, he is the president and executive director of NABS. It's the North American Association of Blind Sportsmen. You can reach him at 253-722-3551, and just mention you heard him here on Sportsman of Colorado. His email address is lance at nabs.org. That's N-A-A-B-S dot org. And like I say, you can follow him on Facebook and um, also, be sure and check out their Adaptive Pursuits. I'll be back on in January on the Sportsman's Channel, but a great company. And, hey, we mentioned Hex, and, uh, boy, if you're looking for Hex and uh, want to give that a try, we highly recommend that. Both Lance and uh, myself, we do uh, highly recommend that for you. And if you'll go to their website, hexllc.com, and put in the promo code SCOTTKLZ5, just the number 5, uh, Mike last week uh, was kind enough to give us the best discount that they offer, even on their TV shows. So uh, we've got a great deal worked out with them, and we appreciate that. And we can help support Mike and, in turn, thank Mike for helping out Lance and Nab. So we appreciate it. So, Lance, hey, bud, we will do this again. And, um, you know, keep us informed on this. And, like I say, we'll follow this up here in a, a couple of months and uh, do it again. And we appreciate your time, sir. 
Thanks, Scott. I really appreciate it. Have a great day. All right. You as well. That's Lance Mathena again with NABS and Adaptive Pursuits. We want to thank all of our guests today, but mostly thank you for being with us on Sportsman of Colorado. Hope you have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you next week. expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.